0: it really happened profit from erp welcome to the case study series level 3 audiovisual part 2 actual clients using real erp and getting real results Today, we're back with Level 3 Audiovisual's CEO, Jeremy Elsesser, as well as Doug Spencer, the CFO, for the second of a two-part episode on how Vaco Consulting's selection process and i Bailey's NetSuite implementation project impacted the phenomenal growth and played a huge role in the development of a multinational business. I'm the Practice Director for Profit from ERP and Vaco Resources Software Selection and Implementation, Gene Hammond. You know, it's well and good to speak of how ERP might help your company, but it's also instructive to see how it really works in the real world. And occasionally here on the ER podcast, we take a look at past clients to see how everything worked out. Last week, we detailed the complexity of the engineer-to-order environment where L3 AV creates and deploys some of the world's best AV systems in boardrooms, conference rooms, auditoriums, healthcare, government and education, including some of the most high-tech learning centers in existence. For all the details, check out last week's episode one for the full background. It's kind of like Spider-Man 5, you can jump right in, but it's better if you've seen Spider-Man 4. (laughs) I <laughs> just compared my podcast to a major movie. Anyway, in this case, this week we're going back to the original $5 million cost revenue model. We projected it. Did L3AV achieve it? L3AV also has some pretty impressive whiteboards and dynamic spreadsheets driving their processes. Was NetSuite able to move them beyond that? The quoting spreadsheet, it was a multiple tab work of art And what about managing resources when you have a crew in Chicago and another in Rhode Island? Project management, CRM, exactly what do ERP consultants do? We're going to find out today in part two of the case study series, Level 3 AV. It's the real world where those ERP selection consultants help clients actually profit from ERP. Today's podcast is being brought to you by Technology. In a recent podcast, I mentioned that there were over 1,000 NetSuite partners around the country. Actually, the correct number is over 500 NetSuite partners in 80 countries worldwide. It's just my email inbox with over 1,000 messages from partners. <laughs> That's an exaggeration, too. But with all the different software providers and projects, it's not too far off, really. But I tell you what, whether there's a 1,000 or 500, the one NetSuite partner you want has been named Worldwide Partner of the Year multiple times and now picked up the America's Partner of the Year last week in Las Vegas. That makes four years in a row. We're talking about I'd Bailey Technology. Worldwide partner, partner of the Americas, just think of it like a big final four bracket starting with 500 teams and I'd Bailey moving through and ending up on top. And the team can only score when they make your project successful. They're my pick when it comes to NetSuite. Even back in 2014, I'd been working with them for some time, and that's why we called them in to the Level 3 AV project. And as you'll hear in today's Part 2, they were instrumental from the beginning and still helped develop the ERP environment at L3 AV. That's the kind of ongoing support that you want from your ERP software partner. And believe me, I know, my email inbox is full of messages from different software partners of all stripes and sizes. We see the difference every day. There's different software for different companies because NetSuite doesn't absolutely fit every company everywhere. But when NetSuite is the right ERP, IdeBailey the right partner. Contact them today at IdeBailey.com. That's E-I-D-E-B-A-I-L-L-Y.com. Welcome back to the podcast, the Case Study Series Level 3 Audiovisual Part 2. Now, as we said before, all the background detail and opening discussions about how L3AV doubled in size and is in the process of doubling again, plus overseas expansion, all of that's in Part 1, which posted last week. I encourage you to start there because this is a great story of a successful company. Smart guys that work hard, do a great job, and are a leader in the field. As a consultant, you soon realize that you end up looking better when you're working with smart clients than the other way around. So as much as I'd like to claim major credit for consulting genius that led to L3AV's growth, let's just go back and let them tell the story. You'll remember, our conversation was with CFO Doug Spencer and CEO Jeremy Elsesser. And with all the business processes, one process is going to lead to another. In this case, it led right into purchasing.
1: I would say that's where the bulk of the next step comes in with the quoting tool coming in with still having our quoting outside of NetSuite. We don't have an aggregate of estimated data that we can quickly pull via reports and use to manage supply chain and, and those types of things. Uh, we obviously have complete sales force uh, and sales CRM management. So we have all the forecasting from that perspective there has been some gains in terms of reporting and the ability to have data more aggregated from a purchasing standpoint but we anticipate the largest gains to come when all of our quoting is inside of NetSuite and all of our ordering process is inside of NetSuite from the operation side because that will be able to aggregate multiple jobs across multiple different project managers. Uh, right now that process is still manually gathering data out of spreadsheets. We did, um, as not related to NetSuite, recently hire a director of purchasing and that person has been starting to collate that information from the manual spreadsheets that they are in now in preparation to set us up for how our dashboards need to look as that system Comes online within
0: NetSuite. So, are you beginning to get a real view of how NetSuite's not just a fixed solution that you turn on day one and go? I mean, since Go Live, the company's doubled in size, and there are issues today that weren't visible from that perspective. Yet, we're not replacing the ERP, we're refining the ERP we have. Plus, additional modules are available. For example, not all companies go with project management right out of the gates, but later find those features very valuable.
1: Yes. So that that's a great question. As it comes to just resource planning and allocation, uh, we are utilizing the project management side of NetSuite for... Uh, forecasting project needs and project resource needs. So it's giving us great visibility into work that we have been awarded and landed and has been built into our project cycle within NetSuite and some of the projects that we have last, you know, more than a year, so that's very helpful. We are very excited uh, on the same token related to the purchasing side, is that when that quoting piece comes live in NetSuite, we will actually have all that estimated labor hour information so that we can predict and forecast resource needs for jobs that we think we're going to win versus the, the just straight pipeline.
0: At L3AV, we looked at several ERP packages. Besides NetSuite, we reviewed Acumatica, another cloud offering. Uh, Microsoft Dynamics SL, it's a little dated, but it had a strong history in project management. Priority ERP was an Israeli development that was strong in the EU, but just making waves stateside. All of them had advantages, but out of the box, none did everything that was needed. Because that quoting complexity... You know, both the audio and video engineering meeting wildly different requirements. Sometimes it's a boardroom, sometimes it's an auditorium. There's interplay between thousands of different signal component systems. There's just not a standard quoting system on the market to handle L3AV-specific requirements. And here's where the development tools using NetSuite's platform for deployment and extending custom functionality around the core system is an approach to a customization without actually customizing the core system. Now, the users won't be able to tell they're outside NetSuite and data passes back and forth. So I asked Jeremy to kind of walk us through that process.
1: So we found that the native quoting tool within NetSuite was not going to function for the complexities of our business and our industry um, to essentially enable our teams to kick out quotes and proposals very quickly we are working with our netsuite partner to develop a quoting tool that's actually completely resides out of netsuite and pushes and pulls data into netsuite as necessary so all of our items still live within netsuite pricing labor pricing all the all the bones if you will of the items are in netsuite as always they pull into an outside web based quoting tool for Reference and to be able to build the quote in a very useful way that makes sense for audiovisual engineers, and then be able to be able to produce a very nice formatted proposal to send out to the customer. Once that once that proposal is sent to the customer, the outside tool will actually push the data back into NetSuite as a NetSuite um, proposal or, or quote record itself. So then the rest of the accounting system and the rest of the transactional data that we will need to leverage uh, NetSuite for will be able to utilize the quote in its native form. But we have found the need to, to build the quoting interface completely outside of NetSuite to accommodate for the idiosyncrasies of our, of our industry and, and of our engineers.
0: Again, that's the NetSuite functionality growing with a growing company. And then we come to implementation. Switching to a new system is never easy. I remember the very first ERP system I sold back when I was in sales, way back in 1999. I was meeting with the team before, and I mentioned, you need change management, and you need a change management approach. And they said, oh, no, not us. We embrace change. Week two of the implementation, a third of the staff had actually quit. The project was on indefinite hold, and the software consultants were dismissed and sent home. So I met with them to find out what happened. I said, guys, what happened? You told me you embraced change. And they said, yeah, but you didn't tell us it was going to be like this. <laughs> change is is what happens when you didn't expect it to be like this. And that was the very worst example, but in over 400 implementations, it always seems common that the impact of moving to a new ERP system is underestimated. But once it's up and running, change becomes something very positive. Let's let
2: CFO Doug Spencer tell it. Really from an implementation standpoint, from an accounting standpoint, Next week has been nothing but a a super positive and powerful tool. Having the ability to slice and dice the data and really understand the profitability of where we're at at the project level has really allowed us to operate in real time. Um, So although that quoting piece isn't in there, referencing back to Jeremy's comment on project management, we're now able to track every single project to the original budget, know where our variances are at, and really know where we're at in terms of resources on all those jobs uh, budget versus actual so you know if, if there's a poor performing job we know about it early And if we're in a home run, we know about that early as well. So it's been super powerful from a financial
0: standpoint. And ERP doesn't just cut costs. Netsuite CRM allowed L3AV to increase revenues by putting together a program to combine customer contact campaigns with maintenance contract expiration dates. That drove additional revenues and helped with customer satisfaction.
1: It did. We are absolutely utilizing NetSuite and have built out a, a completely separate workflow just to notify when maintenance contracts are are coming up for renew. We've also taken that and implemented a customer survey process. So for our service team, they get a report sent to them every Monday that has all of our closed cases for the previous week. and, And then we send out a customer service experience survey based on that. So these are just some of the examples of how NetSuite as a platform can, can, produce this data, this relevant data at the right time to be able to act upon it and continue to drive our overall customer experience.
0: Which brings us to the cost revenue model. As we were in the selection process, one of our typical steps is to rank all of the requirements by the economic impact. So say, for example, your company holds $500 million in inventory and has three sales orders a year, big sales or whatever. Inventory would be very important. And the sales order function, because there's only three, that's not as critical. I mean, it's needed, but not critical. Different if you have, say, zero inventory and 500 million drop ship sales orders a year, you'd really need something that focused on sales orders. But By compiling L3AV's 76 key requirements, we were able to calculate costs in the as-is state and project costs once we had the ERP up and running. We went through 18 high transaction volume workflows and we projected that level 3 AV could avoid costs, save labor, and potentially increase revenues by 5.3 million over a three-year period. Some of that was also in avoided hires of not having to add the staff that would be needed during a high growth period. Now, for ROI's sake, we discount that number significantly. We'll say things like Consolidated purchasing saves the average company that uses this particular ERP 5%. So we're going to say if we only do half as good as average, maybe that's just 2.5% potential savings. We also look for department managers to buy into that number because let's face it, software doesn't really do anything. People using software achieve goals. So with easily achievable goals, usually much less than other companies have done in the real world using the same software, if we can see that complete payback, that is, if the new software pays for itself, including all project costs, then we kick off the rest of the evaluation project. And here's the deal, any cost revenue model In the beginning, it's going to be, say, a Gene Hammond's projection. That's what I would have done had I been managing the company based on what I've seen with other clients and what they've done previously. However, L3AV has a management team far more experienced than Gene Hammond's when it comes to the AV business. So what I started just enabled the L3AV managers to see that's one way to drive cost savings. Let's let them talk as I asked Doug, did they meet all of the goals on that $5.3 million cost benefit?
2: I think it's kind of been hard to dissect where the cost benefit has come from, just because we have been in such a growth mode. Uh, you know, as we've grown, obviously we've added uh, cost. But when we look at the trend of our fixed expenses to revenue, we've seen a significant decline over the last four years. So at this point, it's kind of tough for us to figure out where it's all coming from. But obviously, uh, we couldn't have gained the skill that we have been able to gain without the use of NetSuite.
0: So in the three-year period where we expected the cost-revenue model to return $5.3 million over three years, the company actually grew revenues by nearly $14 million. Of course, that's not solely attributable to ERP, but instead of looking at ERPs as a purely increased cost, well, you begin to get the point. And here's what we actually see in client after client. Doing the cost revenue model is a step that sets goals, creates achievable targets and focuses the project. And while we might project a 4% increase in maintenance renewals and a 7% cut in purchasing cost, I don't normally see a client come back and say, Hey, we were within half a point of that one. And Oh, we were three points over that. That doesn't happen. But when you have definable, achievable goals, you will vastly exceed the performance of those companies who purchase ERP and their only goal is to just get the system up and running. Besides, the exercise of economic exploration of the requirements takes process mapping a layer deeper.
2: Well, if anything, just the the fact that we mapped out all of our processes, which was not something that we didn't do before, but I think mapping those processes and trying to get a feel for what the financial impact Was a super good exercise you might want to add to that jeremy i do want to add to that this the, the
1: selection of a software erp system is is not something that anyone should take lightly and although to doug's point i feel like we have had a good documentation package for our processes having an outside consultant that has seen many different organizations in many different industries apply a software automation platform, an ERP system to their business. They bring thoughts and ideas to the table that someone who is so close to their business can't consider, as well as just the validation. The validation that, yeah, we think our processes are well mapped out, but maybe someone who's had the opportunity to process engineer it a much larger or higher level organization might have a differing opinion. Maybe we think it's going to take this long for implementation, but again, bringing the knowledge and experience for someone who has not only done this within your own industry, but many others proved incredibly valuable for us. And I would say at the end of the initial engagement where a ton of time was spent understanding our processes, documenting our processes, to Doug's point, incrementally placing values of savings financially in time as well as just straight capital was hugely helpful for us to help quantify the large investment that it would be to, to go into a, a large software platform like this. Following that all the way up with completely feeling like, Gene, you Understood what we needed for our business to operate within an ERP. And that helped you put your best foot forward in bringing recommendations to the table because NetSuite was not the only recommendation. There were a number of different platforms. We ultimately landed on NetSuite as a team, but it was very important to have outside assistance in bringing other platforms to the table to ensure that when we made our decision that we felt like we had done our due diligence, looked at the other options, and made the best decision to, to invest in.
0: And now some last words. You know, client companies take a long time to make decisions of the magnitude of an ERP program, as they should. It is a big decision. But then the expectation is, hey, let's go live at the end of the month. <laughs> and you know, with cloud software, we're no longer looking at those 12-month ERP projects. But 120 days is not uncommon, uh, three or four months. You do need to though, hurry up and wait because there's significant process that still has yet to occur.
2: Carry a, a, a smile on your face. There's gonna be challenges and there's definitely gonna be change. But if you can stick with it, it'll help tremendously.
1: And and I'll add to that, I would say patience is is huge sense of humor goes a long way uh, in helping the transition just uh, it can always be a challenge moving an entire organization over to a new way of doing things so if you think it's going to take a certain amount of time don't forget to budget in some buffer for that to accommodate for the things that you won't be able to realize that you should have been thinking about until the moment they're staring you in the face. Um, The last thing I'll say is the more time and effort that you can put in upfront, you will see that payoff in, in huge exponential ways as you roll out the system. The time that we spent with Gene and going through the mapping of our processes, the time that we considered implementation and the rollout of the implementation with the partner, those were very, very valuable project management principles that we put in place that just helped manage the expectations of the overall firm. And really, last but not least, make sure that the leadership of the organization is completely bought into the direction that the company is going. There's a lot of change that comes with software implementation at this level. And if you don't have the leadership championing that change within the organization, it can make a, it can make a climb, an uphill climb, um, more challenging than it has to be.
0: Here's the thing. When you do go through the process of creating goals, your probability of achieving those goals increases exponentially. Client companies tend to prioritize a $5.3 million project rather than, oh, it's just some new software system they want us to use. And again and again, we see our clients showing great returns. In an upcoming case study, we'll spotlight a company that saved $180,000 in the first 90 days after going live with new software. Look, we're really pleased that we've been able to save clients real dollars in excess of our billable hours. That is, we more than pay for ourselves up front in 96% of the jobs we've done over the last five years. But what's really exciting is seeing companies reach these stretch goals of efficiencies and productivities. That's the real focus. And it's not magic, it's the same defined and refined process we take with all our ERP selections. A process learned from years and years of watching other smart clients, how they did things, and replicating that process for new clients. And we can do it for you too. If you're thinking about how ERP might help your company, give us a call. As we like to say, call us early and often. We can help you with that initial planning process, help you set a realistic budget and determine what might be a realistic payback and show you where other companies have driven efficiencies and productivities using ERP. We can help you shortlist likely ERP vendors to invite to your evaluation and we can replicate the methodology used by the most successful companies when implementing ERP. That's what we do and that's what we did for Level 3 AV. Thanks for listening. I'm your host Gene Hammonds for ER Podcast, saying, "Join us again next week for the next adventure in profit from ERP."